don't understand this, God. Yeah. I don't understand this pain or this frustration I'm feeling right now, but I trust you and I'm gonna be thankful in all circumstances and know that you will use this for some sort of a victory. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome to the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. We're so excited that you're here with us today and we have an amazing guest with us, Heidi Farrell. Thank you for being here for this. Thank you so much for having me on. Yay, Heidi. We're so honored to just finally meet you in person. Yeah. We've met through social media and yeah. love the perks of social media, but love also getting to meet you in person. And Likewise. we're going to have some amazing conversation today, you guys. Yeah. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about Heidi. She is a stepmom and a mom of five. Y'all, they are busy. Um, and those age ranges are from 23 down to five. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow. Um, Heidi loves connecting with moms and stepmoms by coaching and encouraging them on their journey. She writes about her experiences and provides practical strategies for stepmoms. And you can also find her ebook about the joys and complications of adding an hours baby on her website, not website, not just a stepmom.com. Um, her book is titled How to Add Hours Baby to Your Step Family Without Resentment Getting in the Way awesome you guys you need to yeah. go check it out and Heidi is currently a homeschool mom freelance musician writer podcaster and life coach to moms and stepmoms you got a lot going on sister a little bit yeah that's all right yeah <laughs> love fun. it love it well tell us a little bit about kind of your family dynamic I know we just kind of gave an overview but tell us a little bit more of the inside what your situation is tell us about your family what you enjoy doing kind of what got you into doing a ministry for for mm -hmm. uh, stepmoms well, thank you so much for that nice, warm welcome, first of all. Um, yes, five kiddos, but two are young adults, so mm. they are not living at home anymore. But mm. for that first, you know, seven so years of our blended family life, it was a pretty chaotic household. And I always joke with my husband that we had every stage of child development under our roof <laughs> because the babies, the toddlers, the preteens, the teens, I mean, there's just like drama in every single yeah. different area of that <laughs> kept things very interesting because I'd have the little ones during the day and then the big ones would come home. So it was kind of a nice, mm -hmm. you know, it broke it up a little bit. It yeah. wasn't just the same monotony of the same stage of development. So that was really good for me to just really um, have to practice having patience in all those different areas and also learn yeah. to really connect with their individual needs and hearts. Um, we got married now 11 years ago and mm -hmm. became full-time. I became a full-time stepmom wow. after our first year of marriage. We moved away um, and it, just the way it worked out, we were able to take the two older ones with mm -hmm. us and then we started having our hours babies. So the three of them. So yeah, it's been great. And then just the journey of the ups and downs, um, learning how to deal with my own emotions. Yeah. I've always enjoyed writing, but I, and I really wanted to write about our journey, but it was very raw going mm -hmm. through the experience. Yeah. It was so personal that I knew that if I put anything out there, it was almost going to be exposing parts of our lives that were mm. not for anybody else to know. It was yeah. so much we had to work through it on our own. And we had some times of getting counseling and just pouring into our family and having others pour into us. Um, 
that by the time we sort of came on the other end of it, not to say that everything got perfect on, you know, one, yeah. from one day to the next, yeah. but we really started healing in so many areas and mm. finding those ways to connect. And um, plus, the, you know, my stepkids got older and some of those things just worked themselves out, mm -hmm. which we can't forget as parents <laughs> that things do sometimes just happen with time. So by the time that was happening and my little ones were getting just enough old enough that they could kind of take care of themselves for, you know, couple hours here and there, yeah. watch a show or something, I started to write and that's where I put my blog together. And um, through that experience, I've just really learned a lot more about step families. Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of research and worked with other step family experts and just had a real heart for connecting and mm -hmm. helping step parents, mm -hmm. especially step moms on their journey. So that's where it sort of transitioned from the writing also into the coaching part. Yeah. Well, that's phenomenal. And you have, I mean, you have a huge following and everything that you put out there, you know, from practically to spiritually, I mean, it's just, it's so good. Um, and it's just so supportive and encouraging. And I know that there's a lot of, you know, what some people call like childless stepmoms too. And you having walked through that, you know, before becoming mm -hmm. a mom, um, you know, so you have both perspectives mm -hmm. and I just love it. And I'm just excited to dive in more. Yeah. You know, we talked about this before the podcast. This is this is an area that's very raw for us, mm -hmm. and the, the topic we're going to talk about. And and for families out there, and let's just kind of walk through this stage. So you get married, and all of a sudden you're a blended family, and that comes with its own challenges. Mm -hmm. There's there's lots of guides out there beginning to blend, and you know how to walk through this in pre-marriage and in marriage. But then you start having children of your own, uh, you know, the organic family children. Mm -hmm. And there's birth such a dynamic that exists now between stepchildren and the ours children. Yeah. And you may not see it at first. There's a lot of little things that are happening. And partly it's because maybe the stepchildren is older and then all of a sudden a baby's introduced. Mm. But as that comes into the family, you're going to start seeing differences in your stepchildren. And we talked about, you know, understanding those differences and really pointing them out. So for those who are watching, if you're just starting a blended family and you want to have children of your own, this is what we're going to talk about is how to deal with the dynamics of having step stepchildren mm -hmm. and your ours children and what is going on there. Mm -hmm. So just Heidi, I want to just talk about your experiences as you started having mm -hmm. your children with your family, the, the organic family there, how did you start seeing differences in your stepchildren and what, what did you notice? Well, that's a loaded question yeah. because not only did we move away, mm. yeah. so I got pregnant that first, year, that first year, we moved away on the very first day of my stepkids' new school in a new state, their stepmom had a baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> So a lot of changes right yeah. off the bat. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that they were going to be experiencing a lot of changes, mm -hmm. we tried to do what we could to sort of create a safe environment. Mm -hmm. They didn't respond well to the news of having a sibling, first mm -hmm. of all. That, was, that mm -hmm. was the first hurdle. So we had to walk through that gently and give them time and space to yeah. express themselves or even just to be a little withdrawn for a while and not... Mm -hmm project our own desire for like, can't you be excited with us? Mm. Yeah. We had to give them space to process that on their own. But then secondly, then, you know, brand new school, first day of school, brand new baby. It almost changed everything right off the bat. Mm. That first year of our marriage, my stepdaughter and I had connected really well and she was 12. Mm. Um, she turned 13 that first year we were married and we really had a nice connection. The first thing that sort of tripped that up was announcing that we were pregnant. And then the second thing that tripped it up was announcing that we were having a girl. 
And so that already gave her a sense of, wait a minute, is my stepmom going to love me as much as mm. my new baby, baby sibling? Yeah. Is my stepmom mm -hmm. going to think now I have my own family and I don't need to invest in her stepkids anymore? Yeah. So I'm sure that these things were going through her head and I didn't want to confront her with all these questions and things like mm. that, but I still had to act in a way that was sensitive to those things just in case. So mm. um, I would try to draw her out of her shell a little bit or when the baby was born, try to keep things as consistent as possible in their routine. Some of the times that we had spent doing things one-on-one, -on -one, try to keep those going and also give my stepkids space to spend time with their dad alone because he yeah. was then very busy with a new baby and then the other babies that came along. And if they saw him just being really involved with these new children, because they needed his attention, they were babies, they right. couldn't help it. But it, it becomes easy for us parents to kind of get sidetracked with all the, the duties and the, just all the, um, the things that babies need from us. So yeah. um, we had to be really intentional about still giving them time yeah. or make sure we have our evening routine, our bedtime routine with them, mm -hmm. or my husband would take them out for ice cream or do something alone with them or whatever the case may be. That kind of, we tried to do those things to help them to feel like they weren't just this displaced couple of kids yeah. in our new family, especially because their mom was living far away. So we had to make sure they still felt really connected. Yeah. But yeah, that is, that is a, you know, you, you talk about with, in my book, I talk about resentment from the stepmom, mm -hmm. but there's also resentment that can develop between mm -hmm. um, the stepchild to the hours baby. Right. If we're not careful about being very sensitive to the stepchild's needs, because they are seeing this little baby get lavish with love and attention yeah. and kisses and, yeah. and so, and that's all fine. It's mm -hmm. not that the step parent, or it's not that you should have to do parenting differently, right. yeah. but we also have to be sensitive to the fact that they're not getting that. Well, yeah. if you think about it, when, when parents are going through divorce, all the attention goes to the stepchildren. Mm. And, and especially when they're moving houses, every time they walk into the new house, all the attention goes to them. Mm -hmm. Every bit of attention is, you know, making sure that they're okay. Mm -hmm. um, and when a new baby is introduced, all of a sudden they have to share the attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're right; those questions do come up. Will not just my stepmother, but will my maybe my biological parent? Mm -hmm. Will they love me the same? Absolutely. Yeah. And then we talked about the fact that uh, also stepchildren look at it from a resentment factor of when they see their new sibling, they, they look at the things that they don't they didn't have. Mm -hmm. That sibling doesn't have to move homes. That sibling gets both of their parents all the time. Mm -hmm. And again, you may not see it as much in the early years. I'm talking about the five, six, seven, eight years, because that's really about a, that's a fun time. But as they get into their teens and they start developing the idea that they can think like an adult, but without having the emotional intelligence <laughs> yeah. to be able to, yeah. then all of a sudden this heavy resentment sets in. Fear, anger, all of these things that you don't want in your children, but they're existing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so just to piggyback off of that, Heidi, you know, walking through this process, what anyone that's listening right now, and maybe this is where they're at, and they're seeing, like you said, Scott, maybe it's that resentment or it's that um, mm. it's that difficulty with they brought a new baby into the family, they have their hours baby, and they're starting to see different behaviors or mm. maybe acting up. You know, the relationship is a little strained. You know, what are what is some encouragement or advice that you would you would give them if they're in that season right now? 
everybody just needs to know that they are significant in the home. Yeah. The step parent needs to know that they're significant and that's where a lot of stepmoms can start to feel like they're, especially in a childless situation, mm -hmm. yeah. that they're kind of an outsider. Um, the biological parent can feel very much like they're caught in between a rock and a hard place and they just don't have that place. But the stepchildren, they can feel like if they're the, not, they're not the new shiny object in the home anymore. Mm -hmm. They can feel like they just need to be called out and drawn out. And so I think that finding ways to encourage each one of us in our own place mm -hmm. is important. We have to validate that every mm -hmm. single emotion is coming from a place of need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And those are okay. Now, does that mean you can act out and be naughty or mm -hmm. have no discipline or anything mm -hmm. like that just because you feel sorry for the person? Mm -hmm. No, but... You can give grace in that consistent discipline. You can give grace as you talk people mm. through or the kid through or whatever. And so stepmoms, if, if, if they're feeling like they're just in this chaotic place and they don't know what they're doing, just slow down. Yeah. Just take a, a minute to breathe and just mm. to go, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Yeah. Is there something that isn't being a need that's not being met in me? For example, my love language is quality time. Mm -hmm. And it was especially during those early days where you're with mm -hmm. the babies a lot and you don't have a lot of adult interaction. And so I remember feeling like I just needed my husband to sit next to me while I nursed the baby or sit next to me while I played with the kid on the floor or something. And his love language is acts of service. So he'd be up cleaning and washing the dishes. And it's like, just sit with me, leave the dishes. I don't yeah. care about the dishes, just sit with me. Mm -hmm. But each one of us has our own need. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's physical touch or something else that we yeah. just, we can figure out and in, in, in our stepchildren, too, we can figure out what makes them tick. My stepson is a, a I found out through the years, I just kind of thought he was greedy all these years. <laughs> but turns out his love language is, is gifts, yeah. giving yeah. gifts. Yeah. But he received love through the gifts. Mm. He would mm -hmm. want to get something that he asked for. But then now, as he's gotten older and more mature, he's the most generous giver. And he figures out exactly what people want, and he gives them those things. It's very, mm. I mean, it's, it's a huge maturity in him. Yeah. So... Something that we did when, you know, the, we were preparing for the babies to come home from the hospitals just to put a little gift bag for the kids together and oh, present it to them, some of the little things as a gift from the baby, kind of like a little olive branch that's being extended yeah. from the unborn child <laughs> to the older sibling. So I yeah. think that you kind of just figure out some of the needs. Where is everybody struggling? Yeah. Is it a personal thing? Maybe it's some resentment bubbling under the surface in me. Yeah. Yeah. Where do I need to figure out where I can express my needs in a healthy way? Mm -hmm that they all know what they can do to help versus just kind of like bubbling over and, yeah. you know, exploding and yelling like, why is this house such a mess? Yeah. You know, yeah. which we all do. Yeah. But if we can do it gracefully, you know, mm -hmm. I need this system in place or I need mm -hmm. this sort of like household expectations that will help me feel more in control of the situation at home. Mm -hmm. But there's just some different ways to kind of work with bringing encouragement. And even if it's, you know, we can do something nice like a card or something, yeah. but we can also do things in our communication yeah. every day. Well, that's good. And, and you kind of touched on this a little bit, Heidi, but you know, ways that we can connect with our stepkids after we have our hours baby yeah. mm -hmm. and love languages. This is something we've talked about quite a bit, knowing your child's love languages, your stepchild's love language, your spouses, um, and being able to connect with them 
you know, if it's acts of service, you know, maybe it's, um, for me, it's doing the dishes. <laughs> but, you know. I don't know any teenagers that love language isn't gifts. Like, I, I, don't, well, know, we, I don't know what well, it is. Well, yeah. our, you know, yeah. uh, we have our five-year-old loves, he loves to do, Grayson, he loves to clean. Mm-hmm. He even put that on his Mother's Day card that, you know, they sent to me. Yeah. It was like, I love to help my mom clean the floors because he loves um, the vacuum. He yeah. loves to vacuum. Good. So whatever that is, but you know, what are what are ways, Heidi? Or just you know, some thoughts that you have um, that you can connect with your stepkids after having the hours baby if you're really struggling in this area. Yeah. So two things come to mind. First is my relationship with my stepdaughter. I mentioned that she, mm-hmm. um, I sort of had to draw her out. Well, she's a very introverted person who doesn't like to rock the boat. She doesn't like conflict. Yeah. So if there was crying or stress with the little ones, she would retreat in her room. Yeah. So once in a while when it was quiet and the little ones were playing quietly, I'd go to you know knock on her door and say, hey, you want to come out and sit with us? It'd be nice to talk about your day. I could have said, well, she can come out when she's ready, mm-hmm. but I understood that she won't come out until she's yeah. invited. Yeah. So I had to make a step to do that. That's and fine. I also would do that sometimes when they'd, the little ones would go to bed and I'd go down to the little teen area, we called it in our house, and you know where their bedrooms were and just knock on the door and how was your day? It's quiet now. Or they'd come out, you know, they'd come out and sit in the kitchen. That'd be my time to kind of connect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in my book, I also mentioned there's a, a stepmom named Rebecca who her situation was, it was so beautifully illustrated because we were talking and she had an older stepdaughter who was really trying to mother her little hours baby mm-hmm. and kind of boss her around, <laughs> kind of the mini mom thing going on. And it was really bothering the stepmom because she thought, I want to raise my child the way this is finally my chance to raise my own child. Yeah. And here I've got this little mini mom coming in and kind of yeah. stirring it up a little bit. Mm. And so we were talking about some ways that she had connected with her stepdaughter Mm -hmm. before the children were born. And she said, well, we always used to kick the soccer ball around in the backyard. And I said, well, why don't you ask your husband Mm -hmm. to watch the little ones when he gets home from work and you tell your stepdaughter, you know, throughout the day, you can say, um, this is how I'm going to do things with my little one here. I'm going to, this is how we're going to do it. And we're going to give her some time and patience and, and teach her how to do it the right way without coming down on her. Yeah. But you and I are going to have some time to look forward to just us. Yeah. We're going to go out and kick the soccer ball around. And she started doing that. And she said it was really helping their relationship. Awesome. Her stepdaughter relaxed around her little ones. Um, mm-hmm. And she also just understood she still had a place in the family yeah. because we forget that sometimes any attention is good for a kid. They just want attention. So even acting out and being yucky and we go like, what is wrong with you child? Go away from me. (laughs) They're just wanting a connection. And if we can pause and think, what is a way that I can connect with this child in a healthy way versus just yelling at them to leave me alone or leave the baby alone, that can really speak into them and change that behavior throughout the day where they go, I don't have to fight for the attention. I know I'm going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. The one thing that also comes to me and, and I think, you know, we haven't really pointed on it just yet, but I know that there are there are challenges with raising kids that come with a blended family, and then there are just challenges with raising kids. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, and, I, and I would encourage parents out there to be prayerful of understanding the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, asking the Holy Spirit, hey, is this a, is this a blended issue, mm-hmm. or is this just a teenage issue? Mm-hmm. Because I think the the, the problem is if we always default oh, yeah. to understanding mm-hmm. that every single problem that my teenager or my young child has is because they're blended. Mm-hmm. And every problem that they have also is the root of my behavior. So a lot of parents mm-hmm. feel that. They feel that guilt. They feel like, hey, every problem that we have is because I did this. 
and I, I don't want to put parents in a box and I don't want to put teenagers in a box mm -hmm. that that's their only source of the frustration. Mm. So asking and being prayerful to understand that, yes, there are teenagers have issues mm -hmm. and it's tough to raise them, mm -hmm. um, but they generally come out okay. <laughs> you know, we all made it out okay. Yeah. It's, it, it, you know, there are, there's some grace that you can give yourself as a parent, whether you're a step-parent or a biological parent, if you have just one R's child or 10, mm -hmm. um, there are going to be challenges that come up. And I just want to give parents out there a little bit of grace to say, yeah. it's not all going to fall on your shoulders to make yeah. every right decision mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think also that so important for us as Christians is to understand that we have the Holy Spirit. That is a gift yeah. for our parenting, mm -hmm. whether it's step parenting or biological mm -hmm. or whatever the case may that's be, that we can go, am I doing something that's causing a problem or is this yeah. not on me? Mm -hmm. yeah. Is this not mine to have to feel the mm -hmm. burden of? Right. And I think God can really sometimes lift burdens from us where we're worried about the outcome. We're worried, oh, are they going to grow up to be a criminal? Are they going to grow up to be lazy? Yeah. And they're gonna, their roommates are going to hate them because they can't put their dishes away. All these things that mm -hmm. I personally would get very worked yeah. up about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not speaking about anybody else. <laughs> Those things that I was so worried about. And you know, when we can feel the Holy Spirit just taking that burden off, it is not our job. Yeah. Even in a biological situation, we can do our part. Mm -hmm. We can pray for the child. We can raise them yeah. with confidence and in the Bible and in truth. We can listen to them. We can be sensitive to their needs. Yeah. We can push them when they need to be pushed and back off when we need to back off. But otherwise it's in God's hands. And the Holy Spirit will say, you know, it's okay. You don't have to take this one. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. this is not your issue. This yeah. is between me and the kid. I'll, I'll take care of this. Yeah. Mm. One thing that we've been talking about here lately is um, when we know anything in the spiritual, you know, behind the physical of where we are here on earth, the spiritual and in the spiritual realm, you know, it's all God, the angels, everything. It's all going on um, before it ever manifests down here. But oftentimes it's, it's, you know, what is the spiritual root of what's going on? So going back to, is this a blended thing? Is it a teen thing? What is it? And oftentimes, you know, um, there, there's, there's, a, there's a, a root behind what is going on, you know, and, and kind of going back to, you know, the hours baby thing. It's like you start seeing things acting out and it's like, okay, is there a spiritual root here? Is it, do they feel maybe abandoned now mm -hmm. that the new baby's here or, you mm -hmm. know, maybe a little bit of resentment because the baby's getting more attention, you know, mm -hmm. but like you said, Heidi, I love that you said that because yes, it's asking the Holy Spirit for discernment. Like, Hey, did I do something hard? Checking my heart, checking my posture, mm -hmm. or is this, you know, is there, is there a spiritual root here? Is there something going on that we need to address? Or is this just them being 15? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. yeah I, I, I think being a parent, you have a lot of pressure. Yeah. Being a blended family, you have more pressure. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. Um, and parents, you're trying hard. If you're listening to this podcast, you're trying hard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you've taken the time to do this, you're trying hard to, to yeah. be the best version of a stepmom or a stepdad or a biological parent that you can possibly be. Um, but you got to give yourself grace, mm -hmm. give your um, partner, spouse, mm -hmm. you know, grace um, when it comes to, to raising kids. It's just tough. But I also think there are some practical things like you can't just run into this blind and go, we're never going to have a problem because yeah. we just don't think we will. Mm -hmm. There are some issues. And, and I'm so glad that we were able to share some practical tips, 
spiritual tips that, that just really can armor parents mm. to, to do this the best way they can. Yeah. Yeah. And Heidi, I want you to share with us. I know you recently released your podcast mm-hmm. for Set Mall, and I just want you to share about that and the good stuff that y'all are talking about on there. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm, I'm co-hosting this with a stepmom, Ellie Marooney, mm-hmm. and she is in a similar situation to me, two, bio- or two step kids and three biological, although she mm-hmm. has one more on the way. Um, and so we are, it's not just geared for mm-hmm. stepmoms with ours babies, but we want to have plenty of episodes that deal with that topic just because mm-hmm. we haven't found a lot yeah. already out there on that specific topic. And so yeah. we even, I mean, we haven't released this particular one yet, but we even talk about how to maintain a household, like how yes. to not go crazy when it's always a mess because you're just, people are coming and going all the time and you, it's very hard mm-hmm. to maintain systems for cleanliness. And sometimes even though we go, yeah, these are, these are deep issues that we've talked about, but sometimes the little issues that seem like they shouldn't be that big of a deal, like mm-hmm. dishes on the counter, mm-hmm. dirty towels left on the floor, socks everywhere, those things can trigger us. Yeah. And they can bring up, like stir that the bottom of the pot and all that stuff that's down there is going to come to the surface. Like, that's right, because your mom never taught you how to put your stuff away or you your dad never expected or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And yeah. so sometimes if we get some practical tips on how to maintain the household or just um, the feelings that go along with, like we've been talking about. So we're trying to gear it toward all stepmoms with an emphasis toward the hours baby as well. I love it, I love it. Well, Well, Heidi, if you had a blended family sitting right here in front of you and you could give them like that one nugget of like, this is what I wanna impart to you, what encouragement or advice would you wanna give them? Yeah, there's so there's, there's so, so many. Much. I know it's hard. <laughs> but I think what's been on my heart lately is that we really have to just it's not one more thing to put on your to-do list. Mm-hmm. But if we can try to find contentment in the storm or in the mm-hmm. in the midst of the wilderness or yeah. the middle of the nastiness around us, if yeah. we can find a contentment and peace in our heart. You know, Paul says in Philippians 4:12 that he has learned the secret. <laughs> the secret of contentment is to be okay with yeah. a little or a lot. And sometimes in a step family, we have a lot of stress and we have very little Mm. of our needs being met. And it's not to say we put ourselves on the back burner and ignore ourselves because again, that's where resentment will start to build if we've just pushed our needs aside. But it's kind of, again, coming back to how can I figure out where this is coming from within me? Mm. How can I deal with it in a healthy way so I can express my needs? But also how can I deal with what I'm feeling in a way that is content even with the storm raging around me? And that's how I try to encourage Mm. stepmoms is you can't, we all know you can't control the people around you. And there's a lot of people we'd like to control around us in a step family situation, in any situation, but especially in this, because it's right under our own roof and it feels very helpless when it's right under your own roof. But if we can find that contentment and that drive to go, you know what? I don't understand this God. I don't understand this pain or this frustration I'm feeling right now, but I trust you and I'm going to be thankful in all circumstances Mm -hmm. and know that you will use this for some sort of a victory yeah. somewhere, yeah. So, maybe not on yeah. this earth, but yeah. somewhere. And, yeah. and many times, like you're saying, Scott, a lot of times it does just come with maturity of the teenagers growing up. Mm. But when we see that, and we also have to look back and say, look at ourselves maybe five or 10 years from now and say, how do I want to be looking back at myself yeah. during these yeah. years of being in the storm? Do I want to be like, oh, I really wish I could do that over. Or do Mm. we want to kind of go, this is my chance right now. How can I be the peacekeeper within my own spirit that I can sort of spread that versus spreading this kind of, you know, the residue of my resentment. Mm. That's so good, Heidi. I love that. Good stuff. (laughs) Um, 
Heidi, our ministry, Blended Kingdom Families, we ask everybody the same question. What is a blended kingdom family to you? Hmm. Well, I'm sure my answer will be the same as a lot of people's. But, you know, God loves families mm -hmm. and he loves blended families. And I know mm -hmm. that's your mission. And you do such a great job at um, promoting this, this idea mm -hmm. that is not broken. Mm -hmm. And God can redeem anything. Mm -hmm. um, so no matter what we're doing, whether it's parenting biological children, mm -hmm. stepchildren, or just nurturing a relationship that isn't even a parent-child relationship, but mm. we're just giving. I think God, that's near and dear to His heart to just mm. lead others to Him no matter what. And we, can, we can't fix everything. We can't save everything. We, especially moms, we like to save people. We like to yeah. get in the way of that train and just pull them out. Mm -hmm. We can't do that even. Yeah. All we can do is say, hey, Jesus is yeah. the one who will save you. And I think that that's how we can yeah. point others to this blended kingdom families. Oh, I love that, Heidi. That was good. That was real good. That was good. Yeah, I've been heard that one before. <laughs> really good. We've yeah. heard that one before. Love that, Heidi. Well, tell um, tell all the viewers, listeners, where they can find you, Heidi. Well, thank you. It's not just a stepmom.com, and I also have a Facebook page and podcast under the same name. Awesome. So, yeah, that's it. Yay! Well, we, should, we wish you the best in your ministry and just yeah. love your heart for you. blended Likewise. families, stepmoms, and we know that it's just going to be amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate yes. you having me on and getting to talk to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, if you have not left us a review on our podcast, iTunes, we just want to encourage you to go do that. We love hearing the encouragement that the podcast and the guests are bringing to you. And I just want to share one today from Marcus and Sarah. They said, our people exclamation point. <laughs> After four years of walking this blended family road alone, we finally feel as if we've found our people. It's so nice to know that there are others out there who understand this journey we're on. God speaks to us through every single podcast and we are blessed daily by the work they are doing at BKF. Thank you, but thank you, God. Um, we could and you not, are our people too. You are our people too, Marcus <laughs> and Sarah. Um, but, you know, again, Heidi, thank you. We, you know, this isn't, this isn't our ministry. We always say this is God's ministry. Mm -hmm. um, but being able to have people on here like you just, we love the blended family community because we all have something to share. We yeah. all have a part in the kingdom. And, you know, I love your heart for stepmoms and for blended families and for others, maybe it's stepdads or whatever, mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. um, it could not be what it is without your heart to serve and, and share your story with us. So thank you again, Heidi. Thank you so much. You're Good welcome. Stuff. Guys, thank you all so much for joining in. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do. Take care. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.